Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest, Xi Chiao, Financial Advisor and Managing Director at UBS. It's a very complicated picture now for China. Uh, investors are quite pleased that, uh, that authorities are relaxing some of the restrictions and opening up. But the reopening is causing some, some issues here, and we can talk a little bit more about that. And you also have complicated relations with the West for China. Japan and the Netherlands now agreeing to join the U.S. in these curbs on semiconductor equipment uh, making uh, technology. So you put all that together, and I think you probably um, you probably would agree that it's it's more time to be cautious than to be backing up the truck. Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, I think China's incremental loosening of the various COVID-related restrictions. I mean, that, that certainly has dominated the news headlines in the recent weeks. And uh, we, we believe that eventually China will reach to a full reopening, but most likely in uh, third quarter, uh, third quarter of 2023. So wow. um, expecting a, a continued volatile and a bumpy transition uh, period ahead. So if it's going to be that long, do you buy now or do you sit on the sidelines for a while? Um, we're very neutral in China at this point. I mean, the potential is big, um, but still, um, you know, there's potential for their policy announcements and the effectiveness of the policy implement, uh, implementation. Um, and there's also, you know, whether the progress in the elderly vaccination is going to, um, if, that, if those rates are going to go up. I mean, there's just still more uncertainty surrounding the reopening that, yes, we're neutral in China uh, because of the potential, but uh, we, we, we just want to be very cautious at this point still. It seems that some of your preferred strategies uh, have been working, um, and one wonders why you think they'll continue when, you know, many probably think that we're at an inflection point here. Uh, and I can just tell our, our audience just to some, uh, you prefer energy, health care, and, and fixed income. Yes, um, and we still very much like energy. Um, and, and, and healthcare and also defensive value stocks. Um, you know, I think in general, it's going to be long ways before, uh, we can reach, uh, kind of more lower inflation, which is the Fed is, you know, that's their target. So, uh, where rates is going the next, you know, this, this month, cause we're going to see a lot of the, we're going to see CPI come out tomorrow. We're going to see, you know, uh, the Fed meeting having a decision for December, um, Wednesday. So we, we believe even it, whether rates are going to go up 50 basis points or 75 basis points, um, you know, there's going to be that lag effect on the economy. And we are expecting a slower economy, um, slower earnings. So we still like to focus on the defensive and value sectors. So in terms of the pace of hikes going ahead, we know they're probably going to be smaller, but how long are they going to go on for? Uh, the, the pace, I mean, the... You know, it's really hard to predict 
at this point, it's kind of too early to signal about where the end of the hiking cycle is or how, you know, how the, or the pace of the hiking cycle. But I think it's going to depend still on a couple very important uh, data points. And that's, you know, the job data and the service sector survey. I mean, until those numbers can, can start to uh, lead to a lower inflation, we just don't see um, a Fed pivoting or, or slowing down the, 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 the cycle. You know, and even if it does, I mean, we still have to deal with a slower economy and, and slower earnings start at, and in, in the beginning of next year. So we see some of the fundamental challenges of higher rates and slowing growth. This will linger into 2023. So you work with ultra high net worth individuals, uh, and this creates a kind of interesting dichotomy. Um, some of those individuals that uh, you you work with are technology entrepreneurs, uh, and yet you're you're not very positive on technology at the moment. It's one one of the least uh, preferred areas for you. But what I'm curious about is what do they think? I mean, are they are they doubling down on technology with their private investments, or are they cautious? I think a lot of technology entrepreneurs are very, you know, they, they believe in a company. Uh, you know, some, some of them started a company. Some of them are very early employees of the company. I think um, it's hard for a lot of techno- uh, technology entrepreneurs to diversify. I mean, that's always been a challenge because they believe in what they do so much, right? And it's hard to see that in a bigger macroeconomic environment. So, you know, part of our job is to have them, you know, kind of, um, you know, kind of basically lessen their holdings, um, you know, so they can de-risk um, and eventually look at other areas that maybe they don't know as much, energy, healthcare, um, and other, you know, type of defensive sectors and be able to kind of de-risk some of their concentrated holdings in technology. Imagine or foresee um, uh, down the track uh, where you might recommend technology stocks. Do you feel the tide is starting to turn on the semis uh, picture? I think semis are still going to be challenging. Um, Tech in general, the valuation is still overstretched. It's a lot cheaper than it was, Um, and but it could could go down more just because of the given the macro conditions of where rates are and a slower uh, economy going into 2023. So the challenges are still there in technology, but certainly there are going to be, you know, very high quality stocks in tech that you can look into and you can, you know, invest, but it, it needs to be for an investor that has a long-term horizon, like three, five years. It's, it's not going to turn around that quickly. And, you know, and with everything that's happening right now, we don't have the Fed to come in to, you know, save us anymore, right? We are, you know, we're going into a, a higher rate environment. So um, we actually, we are already in a higher rate environment. So I think um, technology sector is, we're cautious. You know, we definitely think, you know, it, it, it is a sector that, that will come back. Growth will come back. You know, it's the strategy of tech and growth is not, uh, it will come back, but you know, in the in the meantime, in the near term, there's still a lot of uncertainty, and and we still prefer, uh, you know, defensive and value sectors. You you've said that you see a, a short, mild recession in in the eurozone. Uh, how would you characterize what's coming in the U.S.? I think the U.S. I mean, we are already. I mean, a, there's a lot of debate on whether we're in a recession or not in a recession. I mean, I think we're, we, it's, it's, it's a reality that our economy is, it's slowing down and, 
earnings are going to slow down. So, I mean, I think investors can call it whatever they want, but uh, <laughs> we are going into a slower market. And so, um, you know, we, we it really depends on how our market uh, is going to kind of weather through this. You know, hopefully 2023 won't be as bad. Hopefully it will just be the first quarter that we're going to, you know, have a lag effect and then things will get better. And we are predicting that it will get better by mid of next year. So, um, you know, I, I think we just we have to see how, how we're going to weather through this. Is stagflation a risk that's on your radar? Yes, that's all. That, yeah, that's always something that's there. And then also, uh, but, but we are hoping, I mean, looking at the numbers and, 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 and CPI and inflation coming, cooling down a little bit, um, we hope that, you know, inflation will, be, I mean, inflation will be less of a risk next year and will start to come down. So that would, you know, mean a kind of a healthier turn for the economy. Okay, well, interesting. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, Xi Chao has been with us, financial advisor and managing director at UBS. And Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.